0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Get Optimized podcast. This is Chris and we are talking about copywriting today. What do I mean by copywriting? I'm referring to words. Really, anywhere that you are writing words in your marketing materials or to convince somebody to do something, that's what I mean by copywriting. Some examples of that stuff might be your social media posts. It could be sales emails you're sending out to distribution partners it could be your beer descriptions, beer names, all that stuff is considered copywriting and there is a method to it. There is a strategy to write more compelling copy that will ultimately motivate folks to, you know, be interested in your products and turn that interest into sales down the line. So how do you do that? Right? What are the tactics? What are the strategies? Well, I invited Cleo on the podcast today to talk about that stuff. She is an expert copywriter. She's been doing this stuff for years. Her copy helps businesses turn glances into interest and interest into sales. She is the founder and owner of C.E.K. Copywriting and a very pleasant person to speak with. I had a lot of fun chatting with her about this stuff and I'm going to share the interview with you right now. So I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please share this podcast with somebody that you would think would get some value out of it, but for now, I will get out of the way and get you into the interview. Cleo, what's up? How are you doing?
1: Good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's sunny here in Las Vegas, and we have not had a 100 degree temperature day so far this year because it's been so windy, which is fantastic. So (laughs) I'm happy about that. I'm uh, in Montreal.
1: So I'm just excited that like, it's not snowing anymore.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're way up North uh, there. Uh, that's cool. Uh, what is the weather like where you're at? You guys still snowing or is it, or is it over at this point?
1: It's finally, it's finally what it's like, it's real spring. It's finally actually spring, not like it snows every week and then you get your hopes up and then it snows next week again.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, that's funny. I lived in Wisconsin for like five years before and That similar, you know, it's like, all right, you know, it's March, we're going to snow half the month, we're not going to snow, and then April, who knows, it's just weird, so (laughs) I'm happy for you. Real spring is here. Um, But we're here to talk about copywriting, and I think this is a really uh, interesting topic, and I don't think it's one you would naturally think is so relevant to the brewery industry, but I think what we're going to find as we talk today and unpack a couple of items I think we're going to see that actually it is kind of relevant. There's some really key areas that uh, copywriting comes into play big deal. And you're clearly an expert on this topic. And I want to start with talking about like why effective copy like makes so much sense and so much value when it comes to marketing. Like why is copywriting even important to begin with? And maybe let's start as that with our framework here.
1: Okay. Um, So, yeah, I like to, to ask people if you've ever had an experience where you found an ad or a social media post and you just, you know, everyone, if you ask anyone, they'll be like, oh, I don't click on ads. I don't like ads. But you clicked on that one for some reason. And you're, you're reading through the landing page or the homepage or wherever it took you. And you just, you know, like it, it doesn't feel like an ad. It feels like, oh, I, you know, like I I want this and I like it. And I, 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 I just, I get them and they get me and, and you're just sort of it's it's this experience where you feel you feel kind of seen, and it might be something that's like a big deal, you know, some sort of big self improvement thing that's life changing, or it might be something small that's just for fun. But, um, you just it, it feels it feels right, and that's effective copywriting. <laughs> um, that's what good copywriting does, whether it's on you know everything from a social media post, your web po- website, um, things like product descriptions, anything that just makes you feel. Um, makes your customer feel comfortable, um, seen, understood. Like this is this is helping them. That's what good copywriting does, and it's such a key part of marketing because it's almost certainly going to be the the first impression, um, along with whatever graphics are besides that copywriting, because they always go uh, hand in hand. Um, that's going to be the first impression you make. So you want something that feels uh, professional, that 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 seems um polished while also being very authentically you and and that immediately presents who you who your brand is.
0: Yeah I, I think that you know to pull a theme out of what you just said like there's an emotional component to this and marketing, good marketing works because it taps into an emotion. You know, we sell like people buy stuff because they're emotionally connected to it. And Copywriting really does that. Yeah, the graphic does, you know, a video or, or a graphic can mm-hmm. portray emotion, but you know, to really convince somebody about something, especially when we're all on our screens all the time, you know, mm-hmm. copywriting does that. It can convey emotion, can tap into emotion. Something you said too was like having someone feel like they've they're seen, like they're they like, oh, they know me, they understand me. Exactly. And that's that's a winning, winning effort. And ultimately, I guess it's you know this drives dollars, right? Like, why is this so, you know, big? It's like, yeah, if you have good marketing, it's going to mean that you're making more money, right? Ultimately.
1: Well, yeah. Any piece of copy has that, that call to action. And the the end goal is people click that button. People, you know, do take whatever action you're trying to get them to take. And the better your copy is, the more of the right people are going to be clicking that button.
0: Absolutely. I wonder what your take is too, um, on like the use of storytelling with, copy too? Because a lot of times when you start talking about this kind of thing with marketing, you know, it's like storytelling, super important. Like, what does that even mean when we're talking we're we're obviously talking about like, oh, you know, Jack and Joe and over the whatever. It's like, that's a story. But like, what does storytelling kind of mean from this lens, from a marketing lens? Can you, can you elaborate on that?
1: Yeah. So I, I love thinking about stories and uh, when you're working on copywriting, uh, just because story is Um, such a big part of how we as human beings understand information Um, even when you know if you're learning about science or art or you know all these other topics portraying them as a story is is the way that they make sense to us it's it's how humans uh, process information so when you're trying to tell someone about um, you know what you're doing or you're trying to tell them about this cool event you have or your cool business or whatever it is telling that as a story is a way that stands out a way that really resonates with people. Um, so, yeah, I always say that when you're, when you're writing copy, it's, it's, you know, that, that iceberg cliche where the, the, the actual writing um, that you're putting on whatever your, your website, your, your, your social, whatever you're writing is, is, is just that tip of the iceberg. Cause underneath that, to support that what you need is a strong story um, that's consistent across everything you're writing um, and that is is centering um, the customer. It's a story about them, which is which is a key uh, part that um, some brands get wrong. But the story is about your customer. It's not about you. Um, and you're telling this story again and again and again in different ways. And each piece of copy is just uh, portraying different parts of this this story of of your customer and their life and how your brand is um, playing a role in that.
0: Let's unpack something you said there just a second too about the customer centric writing. And I see this all the time. You look at a a business and they're talking about how amazing they are. It's like, uh, we're the, we're the hero, right? We're the, we're the big thing. It's like, well, actually you should be flipping that around, putting the customer first. Um, But you're going to explain it way better than I am. I'm sure. Can you, can you help us understand what that means by uh, what customer centric copywriting or, or having a customer centric story means?
1: Yeah. So basically this, this whole story, and you can think of it the same as any, you know, sort of fiction story that you might know like a fable or anything like that. You, you have a character who is your customer and that character is in a certain situation. You obviously need to know about your customer, who they are and, and what they want and what's going on in their life. So, you know, that, that character, you know what they want. Um, and the want is what drives the story um, or for any story. Um, so your character, your customer wants something, um, and then you, as the brand, are playing a role in helping them get it. So it, it's key that you're not you're not rescuing them. No one wants to be the damsel in distress in their own story. Everyone wants to be the hero, and you're you're the helper. You're offering maybe a tool um, or some information. You're offering something that's going to help them uh, get to get what they want, and then that. Resolves a story because every story, um, you know, blockbuster movies or whatever it is, it's about somebody who wants something, and then they 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 do something, they use something, they have friends, they have helpers, they have tools, whatever it is, and then they get, or maybe they don't get, but <laughs> in your brand story, they they get what they what they want. Um, so that's the story that you want to build, and of course, to fill that out, you have certain pieces that you need. So you need to know that that customer and have a clear picture of who they are, you need to have a clear picture of what that goal is. Um, and both on, you know, sort of a superficial level. So for a brewery, you know, their goal is maybe they want to have a nice out, night out with friends, or maybe they want to, you know, buy some beer to bring to a party they're going to. Um, but also on sort of a deeper level, like the the idea of the community that they're looking for, the fun, the whatever it is that your, your brand focuses on. Um, and and then how you do you to-
0: figure that stuff out? It's a question <laughs> I wanted to ask you is like, you know, it's, it's one thing to be like, yeah, you know, speak to what your customer wants, but like, how do you even figure that out? Why, how do you figure out what the deep benefits are of your service or your product and what your customer really wants? Do you have yeah. a, tips for that?
1: Yeah, so that's definitely a key, key part, a sort of prerequisite to any copywriting you're going to be doing. And I loved the interview you had with uh, I think it was Dr. Chris Gray, where he talked. Oh, about, he's amazing! Yeah. Yeah, um, empathy, which is a, a big part of it. Empathy, and then of course also research and talking to your customer, um, but just putting yourself in your shoes in their shoes, and thinking about. Um, I like to start with uh, the the most superficial. Uh, so like I said, for, for a brewery, that's, you know, they, they want beer, you hope. <laughs> um, so you, you sort of focus on, okay, what is your like main product, the main thing you offer? So your customer wants that um, to qualify as your customer and then go deeper. And one trick that I really like to use is the word so that. Um, so say maybe they want to, you know, buy a, a six pack so that, um, so that what, so that they can have a great time with their friends, so that they can feel a, a sense of community and and come together with the people they care about. Um, or you can try sort of different ways and try that on until you get something that feels um, true to your customer and true to to your brand and the story that you want to tell.
0: Fantastic. So that so that tool resource hack, however you want to note it. But all you did was like a one layer deep. With that, it's like, okay, yeah, somebody wants a beer, but like, so that they can have a good time while, with their friends or while they're out on that hike, they can have a nice beer or whatever the case is. And one layer deep, and now we've like tapped into like a totally new experience, something totally new to talk about, because I think craft beer is interesting because it's not, hey, let's just go get drunk and party. It's not really what craft beer is. It's kind of like, okay, it's an experience. It's like a community building thing. It's a local thing like we're, we're doing something bigger and deeper here, really not bigger, but deeper, and yeah, you know, just that so that one layer. And imagine doing that with, you know, your whole entire brand and your whole entire business, and going through that brainstorming process. You'd uncover so many things that you could you could talk about, right?
1: Definitely, and it's great if you can use it for something that's more uh, unique to you as well, right? So why would someone come to your brewery? Um, why you, well, maybe they're looking for something, you know, they want to support a local business so that, so that why? So they can feel good about themselves so that they can, um, you know, they, they want to seem cool. You know, they want to hang out with people they know locally, uh, whatever mm-hmm. that reason is. Um, and yeah, the closer you can get it to you and the deeper you can go with those. So that's the more you're going to get something that is a story, that is an emotion.
0: And we think about applications for where this stuff ends up you know, um, one of those applications is like your website and your like about page, you know, and we were talking offline a little bit ago. I was mentioning, Hey, I see a lot of about pages that are just like, not quite there. You know, they're lacking a little bit of, of, you know, a little bit of emotional connection. But I imagine that's a really hard thing for somebody to write. It's like, okay, how do I explain like what this brewery is about? Like what we're about? It's about me. It's about my family. It's like, I don't know. It's about what, you know? So I wonder if, if you have any thoughts on like how do you like write that about story for your brand? And you know, if you could tie it into brews, you get extra bonus points. But uh what do you say to that?
1: Yeah, so that is such a hard thing to write. It's always hardest to write about yourself. So if if anyone listening to this is struggling with that, like that's so normal. It's the hardest thing to write your own story. Um for the about page, one mistake that uh, a lot of people, small businesses make is they write about themselves. And I know this sounds counterintuitive, but even on your about page, no one really cares about you. Nobody sorry, cares. They don't. <laughs> I don't know how to say yeah. that uh, nicely, but they don't. Even when they're reading your about page, your customer or you know whoever is, is interested in your brand still cares about them and what you can do for them. So going into it, knowing that and having that in mind is really key. Um, And what that comes down to is you want to be including details that are relevant to them. So for a brewery or for similar businesses like that, one thing that can help is to use the about page to um, show your, your customers that you're similar to them. That can be a great objective for the about page every time you're writing copy you want to have a a sort of objective for your for connecting with your customers so maybe if your story is something about how you um you know loved beer so much and were super into it and then started brewery because of that then it's great to focus your story on how you were in their shoes um you used to be just this um you know a, a a brewery customer right like a someone who who's coming to them and and to sort of paint that picture of you as as them, um, people love seeing themselves in stories, right? And then explain how you started a brewery. But again, the the details of everything you did to start the brewery are probably not that interesting to your to your customer. What is interesting? We started
0: by looking at you know Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> we ordered yeah. some steel. Yeah, it's a little too granular for sure.
1: Yeah, they want to have that emotional connection. That's the point of the about page is to to feel like a human being. Um, in a way that's going to connect with uh, your ideal ideal customer um, and I think the biggest thing for about pages too is it has to be shorter like whoever you are whatever you shorten are, it
0: up it stop with the novels shorter.
1: it's and it's hard it's it's an easy page to write paragraphs and paragraphs um, most people know not to do that on the home page but on the about page it can it's easy to do that and if you write, three chunky paragraphs no one is going to read a single word of it but mm-hmm. if you write five sentences and break that up into three paragraphs so that they're three tiny little paragraphs people might actually read that and then you might yeah. you know then it's then it's useful because it's not useful if people look at it and go oh that's too long and no one reads a single word
0: i think you're your so that test works there too it's like if you get off writing on a tangent just ask yourself like okay so so that, like, I told this whole story about how I ordered these this barrel system. It's like, okay, so so what? Like, what value is that to the, mm-hmm. to the customer that's going to come here? Do they really care about that? Or is there a tie-in where, like, hey, I bought this system because it actually, you know, does a better job at this one process, which is what I base my whole entire beer off of, which is what you're going to like about the beer. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now we've got a, a story that is turning into customer-centric here. And yeah. that seems to be a little bit more readable for a customer than (laughs) just the history of, of your life. Right.
1: Definitely. And even on the about page, you want to remember that you are selling something. So you want to be tying it back to, and this is why you should buy my beer. Um, So yeah, that, that should always be going there, even though you are sharing more personal details and, and opening up a little bit, you want to have that authentic connection. You still want to tie that back up with, like you said, this is why this is such a great brewery.
0: You know, in in. There's like a few tactics that have come out in our conversation. You know, the so that is a good one, you know, trying to focus on the customer-centric viewpoint, placing them in the role of like the hero and in the the winner or the the uh the uh I'm trying to think of the word, uh uh, uh protagonist. Is that the right yes. word? Yeah of exactly. the story. <laughs> so I couldn't I could think of ag- antagonist, but I could <laughs> um, think of protagonist. Um
1: antagonist, yeah.
0: <laughs> But, you know, there's the, in there's so many places where you could be using this copy There's social media, there's your description on your back of your your beer can. There's the beer description itself. And we think of untapped and where all this all goes. And there's all these opportunities to turn this into a, a copywriting experience mm-hmm. And I wonder like what other tactics there are. Like if you have other like ways to try to like improve your copy then you could start today, you know, obviously it takes a lot of practice. I imagine this, you got to do a lot of this stuff, but what are some things you could do today to improve your copywriting? Like right now, if you're writing a social post, uh, do you have any tips for that?
1: Yeah. So like I mentioned, one of the biggest ones is to write shorter, which is definitely harder than writing longer. And it's, it's one that's, tricky and that people don't always want to hear, you know, they want something that's like a formula. Um, but one of the best things you can do is, is edit and delete while you're editing, um, which delete. Is yeah. um yeah. I think another, um, big tip, especially for something like social media or product descriptions is if you ever are writing them and you start having this feeling that the words are just kind of rolling out of you and and it just feels like that's the obvious thing to say, that's probably not what you should be saying. Because it probably means that whatever you're writing is something cliche, something you've seen 10 other breweries or people in your industry doing. Um, You want to avoid anything that feels just really obvious and easy to write. And you want to challenge yourself to write something that feels different um, and that stands out. And that's why having having that strong idea of what your brand is, what your voice is, what your tone is, can really help because it can help you know what you do differently and, and why you aren't just repeating the same as sort of stock phrases, whatever that is in your, in your niche.
0: Yeah, definitely. One of my favorite words that I learned last year,
1: maybe it was 2020 I learned this word.
0: I don't know. But I've been using it ever since. Somebody else told it to me. I'm like, I love this word. It's the word pithy. And like yes. I, somebody talk, I was like, I don't even know what this word means because they like scolded me on it. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's like writing more succinctly. And like, that is something I've taken to my copywriting when I write stuff for clients or for myself. And like, I always think of that, like try to be more pithy, more direct and more succinct with what you're saying. And like, it's hard, it's hard to do that. You're like, well, I want to say all this <laughs> stuff. Am I conveying it? But if you can shrink it down, you're actually going to have a stronger impact. You know, always. I think.
1: Yeah. Delete every adverb. That's another one. Always, all of them.
0: <laughs> Always, all the adverbs out. <laughs> Anti-adverbs. Maybe there's sign. No adverbs.
1: <laughs> generally, right delete those adverbs. Cut. Try to cut your adjectives down to just the one that really means something. You know, if you've got two or three adjectives kind of in a row describing something, cut it down to the one that is different, the one that really means something. Um, and and yeah, try to you know use the most powerful unique verbs avoid the ones that everyone else is using in your in your niche
0: since we're on kind of grammar stuff what's your thoughts on the on the semicolon are you a fan of the (laughs) semicolon or you hate the semicolon
1: um i do like the semicolon in general i don't think i would use it in a social media post unless you're very very highbrow um and anything and again like in in marketing, everything's going to depend on your, your brand. Don't listen to anyone who tells you, you know, 100% of the time because it's going to depend on you. Maybe if you have like a super highbrow audience, you're like a university town and you're super. Got
0: to use a semicolon to fit in.
1: Literary. Compound
0: sentences. (laughs) So know thy customer is, is the, uh, the rule for that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right on. So I got, I got one more kind of fun question for you. Um, and this is kind of curious for me actually is like you're a writer. Uh, you obviously do a ton of uh, writing. Um, how do you like get into like the writing Zen? Is there anything you do for your environment or for your routine that kind of gets you into that, like, you know, mind flow for writing?
1: Yeah. So for writing the the image that I uh, love to hold on to um, is the idea of that. You have to start by putting sand in the sandbox um, I don't know if you, you've you heard that one before, but I, I find now. that it's, it's it's always hardest to start. Um, it's always hardest with a blank page or a new project. You know, you've got a bunch of notes maybe, and it's just like, where do I start? So that first draft, the first thing you're writing, you're just putting sand in the sandbox. The words are just sand, and you're just piling them into your sandbox. And then you come back and edit, and that's when you build your sandcastles but you can't build your sandcastles till you've put the sand in the sandbox. And I think that's something that's really hard for people who don't do a ton of writing because they feel like they need to write it right the first time. And the biggest thing I would say is you do not need to write it right the first time. Nobody writes it right the Just first time. Just get it out. That is not the process. <laughs> you start by writing um, a mess, a giant pile of sand that is a complete disaster. And then you, you turn that into something that's good. And again, I'm
0: going to take that one to heart. I'm gonna take that one to heart because I'm the guy who like, you know, I'll write two sentences of like, well, I want to rewrite that first sentence really quick and adjust it. And it's like, and then I spend like an hour writing one paragraph and I'm like, shit, this is taking too long. (laughs) So like, you know, I think just getting it out, getting the thoughts out of your mind and then going back and editing is, is a great piece of advice. I like that.
1: Definitely. And I, I always find that once I start flowing, and you just let yourself write all this garbage, like somewhere on the bottom of the page, you start getting stuff that's actually good. <laughs> There's gold to, down like, there. <laughs> yeah, you have to write through all the garbage. And that is going to be, uh, no matter how experienced you are as a writer, the first stuff you write is always going to be garbage.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, like I said, I'm going to take this to heart when I'm writing my next... Uh, <laughs> I write a newsletter every couple of weeks, so I have to do a little bit of writing. Um, it's something in, in college, you know, when I was in marketing school and business school, it's like, yeah, pff, no way I'm gonna write this much in real life. And then in real life, I'm like, damn, I write all the dang time between the <laughs> emails and the and the blogs and all this stuff. It's such an important skill, whatever you're doing. Um, and we didn't even get into like sales copy and like if you're you know, trying to convince a distributor to take your beer. Like, what does that email look like? And what do these things look like? And how do you convey the value in that way? Because that, that counts as copywriting, I'd say for okay. sure. Um, but uh, maybe we'll have to do another another <laughs> version with uh, another episode where we talk specifically about the the sales process. because I think that would be a fun one for you as well.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh right on. So, you know, if somebody's listening to this and they want to connect with you and learn more about you or hire you and say, hey, we well, you want you to write some copy for for what we have going on. What's uh what's the best way to do that?
1: Yeah. So my my website is uh dot copywriting.com. Uh, so you can contact me on there and uh, see my portfolio and all of that. I'm also on LinkedIn, uh, Cleoniki Casitas, which I'm um, you. we probably have to look up the spelling. It'll be on the, the episode, I'm sure. Yeah, um, well, I'll put it on there. Happy, yeah. Happy to connect with anyone on LinkedIn and chat on there as well.
0: Sweet. I will certainly put that in the show notes um, and uh, link all that stuff there. Cleo, this has been enlightening. Thank you very much for your insights. And uh, hopefully we can do this again soon.
1: Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. It was great to chat.
0: Of course.